The following podcast is a production of Ocean Media Enterprises. Welcome to The Squeeze, the real stories behind the movers and the shakers that are shaping our future. I'm your host, Marco Garan. And I'm your host, Lucia Baez-Geller. You know, Lucia, a lot is happening in Florida and in particular here in Miami-Dade County. Uh, last year was a rough year for all of us. 2020 uh, was tough. We're still not out of it. No, we're still not out of it. We're still not out of it. No. You know, many community leaders and uh, elected officials really had to step up to handle uh, the situation. Uh, and there's no manual. There's no mm-hmm. manual that we can go back to and say, this is how this is how we're going to do this. Uh, so it was unprecedented. You know, yeah. we had COVID-19. We had unemployment concerns, vaccine distributions, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. Our next guest is a county commissioner who took office and has really hit the ground running, yes. I want to say. I love she, to see it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. She, that passion. She's, that, that passion. Uh, and she's got it. She's yeah, got it. Uh, I know. Miami-Dade County Commissioner Danielle Cohen-Higgins is a mother, attorney, and small business owner, proudly representing District 8 on the Miami-Dade Board of County Commissioners. She is the daughter of Jamaican immigrants who came to the United States in search for better opportunities. Uh, she was born actually here in Miami at Jackson Memorial Hospital oh, wow. and spent part of her early years living in what is now Section 8 housing, uh, the complex is called Milton wow. Manors. I grew up in Section 8 housing as well. Oh, there you go. You have something in common with yes. the commissioner. Yes. Welcome to the squeeze, Commissioner Danielle Cohen Higgins. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be with both of you and to be on the squeeze. Uh, you know, I felt like bringing a prop. I was thinking about bringing literally <laughs> an orange or something to squeeze, but oh. I'll save it for the next time. I'll We're good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so for those that may not know uh, the areas that you represent, can you, uh, in a nutshell, give us the map of the area, the cities and incorporated areas of Miami-Dade County that you represent? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, again, thank you for having me. And I have the pleasure of representing, I always say, the hardworking residents of District 8, which is in South Miami-Dade County. And I really have the pleasure of representing uh, this district because when we think of Miami-Dade County, we don't often think of South Miami-Dade County. And this includes all of Palmetto Bay, all of Cutler Bay, parts of the Redlands, excuse me, the entire Redlands, parts of Kendall, like the Falls area, E-Lake, and areas such as that. It's a very, very large district. There's a large portion of unincorporated Miami-Dade in District 8. And we have a lot of farmland and a lot of agriculture and a lot of green space. And so that's why I mentioned, you know, people think of Miami-Dade County, they think of beaches and nightlife, and they think of everything to the east. But there's a whole agricultural community in South Dade as well. And I had the pleasure of representing that community. Amazing. Very diverse area, yeah. too. Large, large yes. uh, district. Yes. Uh, so when I introduced you, uh, we talked about where you were born here in Miami. What was what was life like for you growing up here? A true local, I should yeah. say. A true local. local. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're raised. You know, I, I just was thinking about my answer to the last question. I didn't mention Homestead. Homestead is split between District 8 and District 9, so oh. I represent okay. part of Homestead okay. as well. Um so, so, yeah, I'm born and raised here in Miami-Dade County. I was born at Jackson Memorial Hospital. And, you know, um, for a short time, my family and I lived in, um, you know, Section 8 housing, Milton Manors. It's still in South Dade to this day. 
And I grew up in Kendall, attending all Miami Dade County public schools. And you know, I feel like I'm really public great. schools. <laughs> all Miami Dade County public schools. We have our um, um, our school board member who is a 15 year teacher. Very, <laughs> I am very well aware, and, and it's really, you know, we we don't give our teachers credit enough. We don't give our public school system credit enough. You know, I'm sitting yeah. here as the product of, of many circumstances and situations and people, most notably my mother. Um, but I'm a product of our public school system and our public teachers and their motivation and their encouragement and their, you know, um, ability to believe in me, which allowed me, you know, to believe in myself. And so I am a Miami girl, you know, yeah. through and through, 305, you know, ride or die. I just said it. <laughs> Um, and you know, growing up in Miami, if you grew up here, it was very different than it is now for a lot of reasons. And maybe that's true all across the country. But, you know, when I was growing up, you know, we played out on the street and we were out until the sun went down and we didn't think about anything other than playing out on the street. You know, we were outside playing, we sat on transformers, you know, we, you know, hung out around the neighborhood we went to the beach. We never thought about algae blooms and fish kills and that kind of stuff did not exist right. uh, when I was growing up. And and even the, the monster development to the east, I, I remember the skyline being just significantly different than it is right now. So uh, needless to say, many changes in Miami-Dade County. Um, a, a lot of things have evolved and grown. Um, in some ways, the county has kept up with that growth. And in other ways, the county has not kept up with that growth. But all of that to say, growing up in Miami was awesome. You know, my family being Jamaican, we were part of a very large Caribbean community, whether you were from Puerto Rico or Cuba, you know, or Jamaica, you know, we were all part of that Miami story where we came here with our families or our grandparents looking for the proverbial American dream and somehow were able to find it. I love that. Hashtag Miami story. There you go. I love it. <laughs> I love that. And we're getting into that. So we started your your origin story. Now how you grew up. Tell us how you got to a public service. Get us public there service. in your Miami yeah. story. Yeah. So this is my first role in official government capacity. So and, and I and I am part of a new what I call class of incoming county commissioners because never before in Miami Dade County have we had such a change in the county commission right. mm. of term levels, right? So so many of us came in brand new this year or in 2020, uh in 2020. Um, you know, uh, and so before I have the honor and privilege of serving now as County Commissioner for District 8, I wasn't a government official prior to this role, whereas all of my other colleagues were. I was a private advocate, meaning that I was a lawyer. I've been a trial lawyer Mm. for 15 years. Um, I got sworn in at 24, uh, and I have been litigating and advocating on behalf of my individual clients. Um, for the last 15 years, I started out at a very large law firm. I, I started working in Tallahassee. I moved to the Miami office of that large law firm. And I like to say either out of courageousness or craziness, probably a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I hung a shingle and started a law firm. And 11 or maybe now 12 years later, you know, I, I still run that practice in addition to serving as a county commissioner. So busy is an understatement. Mm. 
Um, but, you know, even as a lawyer and as an advocate on behalf of individual clients, I served on boards, I gave back, I held fundraisers at my home, my phone banks, I knocked on doors. So I was plugged into my community at a board level and at a volunteer and fundraiser level for other candidates. And then the opportunity presented itself when our now mayor, who was my commissioner, decided to run for the office of mayor of Miami Dade County. And she's now our first female mayor. I'm very proud of her. Right. Uh, and the opportunity presented itself to run for her seat that she was vacating. Uh, and, you know, thankfully, you know, 19 months later, <laughs> after a grueling 19 month campaign, uh, it, it was a success story. Wow, I only had 15 months. You beat me there. We should have worked harder. My husband's here in the studio. We should have worked harder. What were you doing? Get with it. 15 months, nothing. Nothing. You had 19. Well, that's awesome. And you mentioned you weren't officially in a government role. So there might have been a few things that have been surprising. What has been something that maybe has stood out to you that was a big surprise since you became a commissioner? Wow. Uh, I mean, how much time do we have? <laughs> no, I mean, really, it's this is not a role that is for the faint of heart. You know, this yet, you know, you gotta have thick skin to be in this world. And you know, I say that I've been in this role all of twelve or thirteen weeks now. Uh, and we hit the ground running. We didn't waste any time. We took on big issues right away. Um, and, and I have to be honest, you know, being a public servant, you are literally the, you have to have an incredibly pure heart. You are driven yes. to this world out of something special that lives inside of you that makes you believe that you have what it takes to make even the most incremental difference in your community. And that desire is enough to literally put you through hell in order to try and make that difference. Right. You're not in your head because you yeah. know that feeling. Because I got chills. I got you, chills from that. Yeah. Wow, I felt that. You know, I really did. You know that when you when you run for office and when you are in office, there's a lot of sacrifice. There's yeah. family that that gets uh, that you know at times has to deal with uh, being with someone who's in the public eye, and mm. so it's 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 definitely a difficult uh, or a courageous thing that you really have to have passion for in order yeah. to do it. Yeah. It, and I say service doesn't live in your title. It lives in your heart. And mm. it is right. so true. And, oh, that was, and, that was beautiful. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so for me, the most difficult part was adjusting to media and, and reading your name associated with things that, you know, are just not quite true, you right. know, and, and you have to just kind of stay true to what you're working on, believe that the truth will reveal itself in time and not allow that pressure to sink you and have you experience mission trip, right? Just right. stay focused on what motivated you to run from the beginning. And that's, that for me was, has been a, a, a serious learning curve. Awesome. So what would you say are your top priorities now? Yeah, now that you're here. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to say that in our first 100 days, or maybe it was 101, you know, I, I we put out a press release just yesterday announcing that we were able to deliver on um, what was probably our biggest campaign promise. Uh, and it was a very big issue for the residents of District 8. It meant a lot to a lot of people. 
And it took my team, you know, from the day that I was sworn in until yesterday to to pull this off. Uh, And thankful to my colleagues and thankful to so many members in my community that were active and vocal and involved. And there were yard signs and there were protests and it was, you know, a very big issue. We were able to carry that across the finish line yesterday. And so I'm very thankful. Congratulations. 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 We're so happy. And I love that part. We delivered on a campaign promise. You don't hear that very often. So I'm very proud. Awesome. So thank you. And that had to do with what is the arguably, if not without dispute, the largest quality of life issue facing the residents of District 8 which is traffic. Um, and, you know, in Miami-Dade County, because we're such a big county, we have a $9 billion budget. Every traffic solution tends to have a price tag on it that ends with a B, $1 billion. Wow. Scale, $1 billion. Wow. Billion. Yeah. Yeah. There are these huge projects that take 10, 20 years and, and federal funding, state funding. And I said as a candidate, listen, we're going to work on those projects. Uh, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to execute on those projects. But I know there are smaller projects within my district that can have an immediate impact on people's everyday life by alleviating or minimizing traffic. And so that continues to be my priority, finding out ways to make our roadways more accessible for not only cars, but pedestrians and cyclists, how to get our rail converted, excuse me, how to get our bus rapid transit system that's coming soon to South Bay converted to rail as quickly as possible. Transportation, 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 and not necessarily these big, huge highway or rail projects, but rather focusing on smaller projects in our community that can help get our people going. Yeah, that's amazing. Because people are coming. They're not going to stop coming. Yeah, That's right. Now more than ever. That's right. They're coming. Here on The Squeeze, we like to keep it light. We do talk a little bit about (laughs) policy. We kind of get to know who you are. Uh, but we like to keep it light. So we're going to ha- ask a couple questions that are just fun, really just to kind of get to know. Yes, we want to get to know you. Yeah, so <laughs> great. Ho- hopefully for the record, you didn't tell me these questions in advance, so I genuinely have right. no idea what you're about to ask. Okay. Good, perfect. <laughs> Thank you for that disclaimer. So, uh, okay, this one is, uh, it's fun, but I think it's kind of a deep question. If you could go back in time, what would you say to your younger self? with everything Mm -hmm. that you've learned now? Oh, that's, you know what? That's a great question. And you know what I would have said to my younger self? Chill out. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it's true. What were you going through? I get it. I get it. I chill out. I really, yeah, I was intense. I mean, I'm intense now, but in in a, far more calm, motherly, like trust the process kind of Zen yoga way. When I was younger, you know, I was intense and very, very driven to the point where, you know, I just felt like it was, you know, and I feel like a lot of our young people are like that, you know, kids that are in high school graduating and applying for college, you know, there was a lot of pressure when I was a kid. And, And I put this pressure on myself. Let me be very clear. My mother is amazing and is the most wonderful woman in the world. She didn't put any pressure on me at all. I was the kid that if I brought home a B at like eight years old, I would wow. say to my friends, no, I can't go out and grounding myself. Oh my say, gosh. Oh. So you were yeah. just very wow. determined. Yeah. Wow. Very yeah. determined. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah. No, my friends that I still have to this day will tell you a hundred percent. Danielle would not come out and play because she would put herself on ground. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so it I worked in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Here, here's another uh, fun question, and uh, I kind of already know, or I, I have my opinion on on this one. But have you ever been told that you look like somebody famous? And if so, who? <laughs> we'll put it on in your hands. The ball's that in your court. Areas. That is hilarious. (laughs) I feel like that's a loaded question. And I genuinely don't know if that's a loaded question, but maybe once or twice or more like every other day. Yes. Tell me that my doppelganger is one Megan Mark. There There you you go. go. (laughs) We got it. We We got got the squeeze. We got the juice. (laughs) We got the juice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We had to do it to you. We had to do it to you. I'm going to add to that, which is very bizarre. So she, and, and it's crazy because if you look online and you look at pictures of Meghan Markle when she was kid, like in middle school and high school, the images of her and me at that same time are uncanny. Like you almost wow. can't. Oh my God. And then. No relation? She was born on the <laughs> exact same day. No, you're uh, not. No. That, yes, we have. Wait, say that one more time for me. No. And I. Have, we're born within 24 hours of each other. She's either August 3rd or August what? 4th, 1981. So when I found this out, I said to my mom, Mom, okay. <laughs> I, I literally can't close yeah. my mouth right now. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> for birthday right now. It's either August 3rd or August 4th, 1981. And I said to my mom, mom, wait a minute, do I need to go back and check Jackson's records? Like, you're like a sister yeah. in there with me that you just didn't want to talk about. Oh my gosh. That is, a, that is amazing. That's an amazing story. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can recover from that, but now we have our <laughs> final little segment. We like our to do- fun segments. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm a teacher, so I like themes and crazy stuff. So your theme is called Grease Lightning. <laughs> so I, you know Grease, correct? Okay. I got chills. Okay, per- okay. You know, perfect. So we're we gonna get little... nice and groovy for you. <laughs> we're gonna bring it back. All right. So Grease Lightning. <sighs> the people want to know: Are what you more? Heck? Wait, no. What the heck? What? We're in our theme segment. <laughs> what, is, what is on your face right now? This is grease. These are from the 50s. The grease, we're uh, like the glasses, grease. Yeah. We're like, the, we're like wow. Sandy. Okay. All right. That is hilarious. Okay. All right. Come on. This is very serious. Here we go. Okay. The people want to know, are you more Sandy or Rizzo? This is very important. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm gonna go with Sandy because I do think she's got amazing style and it's Women's History Month, so I'm gonna go Sandy. There Perfect. you go. Yeah. Excellent answer. <laughs> Excellent answer. And then uh, you know, beauty school dropout, love that song. Um, but tell us a little bit about your morning routine. Are you a beauty school dropout? Or are you a beauty school excellent person? Like, how do you go about your day? 100% fail. Okay. 100% fail. So people will say, oh, you know, you're a mom, you have a 19-month-old and an 8-year-old, and you run a law firm and you're kind of a teacher. How do you do it all? And I say dry shampoo. 
because I don't know if you can see. Like this hair is only looking somewhat presentable right now because of dry shampoo. Perfect. I don't know. Honestly, if you can ask my chief of staff, like I can't get it straight with the makeup. I try to, you know. Oh my gosh. But you always look perfect. I I feel like I feel like when I put on makeup and I feel, you know, so I wish I, I, you know, I look at women on and they have their their faces perfect, you know, and it's like the makeup is perfect. Yes. I wish I had that kind of talent. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I like your, your frankness and then just very easy. Complete the lyrics for me, please. (laughs) Here we go. Easy one. You're the one that I want. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I think you have a hidden talent there. I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now this one's the harder one. Ready? We We go go together. together. Together forever. Like she wants to drop it up. (laughs) (laughs) Ching, ching. You did it. You passed. You passed the pop quiz. Job. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's thank you for being such it. a thank you for being such a great sport. Um, yes, and uh, uh, you know, keeping it light with us and indulging us here. I know you're super busy. You have a lot of very important yes. things that you're working on. But uh, thank you for taking the time uh, to be here with us. Yeah, wonderful. So thank you both again very much for having me. It's been such a pleasure joining you. And I know we had lighthearted moments, but please continue to share lighthearted moments we need them they are so critical for us in, in every sense of the meaning um, my name is danielle cohen higgins proudly representing the hard-working residents of district 8 in miami Dade county go 305 you are watching to squeeze wow Yay. you're hired you're hired yeah. you're hired Natural. we're gonna have put you right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out our next episode on The Squeeze.